to switch up the ad lib it don't work let me do the original man them ad libs are getting fire i'm not even gonna lie what's going on family this is sergio chavez and francesca chavez and, and we, we are, are the chavez crew listen 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 <laughs> chavez party crew Party animals, do me a favor, right there where you are, in your car, in your living room, in your office, in your cubicle, in your bedroom, in your bedroom, in your kitchen, in your kitchen, in your bathroom, big up yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) We want to welcome you back to another episode. This is episode eight. Can you believe it? already. Eight of the Chavez Party of Five podcast where we discuss love, marriage, relationships, parenting, ministry, and everything in in between. between. We are so glad that you are tuned in. If this is your first time, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) If you are a party animal, shout out to you. Thank you so much for- We love you. Thank you for supporting us. Yes. Thank you for tuning in another week. Um, if this is your first time, somehow you stumbled across this or you, or you saw this on somebody's feed and you just decided to check it out, make sure to get connected to us across all social platforms at I am Sergio Chavez. You can connect to me. And how can the people find you, baby? And I am at Francesca P. Chavez. That's a P as in Paul. Francesca P. Chavez. Z at the end. Yes. Make sure to stay connected to us. Um, we love the party animals. We yes, appreciate yes. you all just taking the time. Listen, we really do this for you all. It is 1214 a.m. right now. Yeah. So we might not we might not push. I'm going to be very honest, party <laughs> animals. We might not push the whole hour. Uh, because it's been a it's been a mighty long day. Uh, then again, we always say that. I know. And we get inspired. We get, we get fired up. We get fired up. <laughs> and this one's a good one today. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about today. So, just for today, because of time, um, I ended up almost doing. What did I do? Like two hours? Yes, you was did. Was it two hours? Yeah. I did a Wednesday live. You got kicked off, and then you restarted <laughs> your hour. I did a Wednesday live <laughs> session um, for those that are part of our church, the Hope Center family. Uh, we had an amazing time tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, this was Wednesday. I don't know when you're checking this out. Whatever day you're checking this out, um, we do this thing called Hope Talks Live every Wednesday on our Hope Center page on IG Instagram. Page, yeah, mm-hmm, at my Hope Center, and um, yeah, it's just it's, it's awesome. We it go we blessing. we really go deep into prayer. We get deep in the Word, and um, and it's just been awesome to connect with mm-hmm. with with people through. IG live. Yeah. Today so for today, we're blessed. Yeah. We're blessed. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, for today, we'll skip 
our usual icebreaker intro game for the sake of time we'll get into yes. get into the talk but um anything you want to mention how are you you looking fine beautiful <laughs> you look a little tired but you still looking beautiful you beautiful and tired thanks tired babe. and beautiful i am t- do i actually look tired I no, i'm messing I, with you <laughs> you know i did my facial and everything today so that i wouldn't look tired no no no, no. you so. look great you look great you look great i'm messing no with you. but i'm good today was a good day yes had some great conversations with people. Yeah. Talked more about Black Lives Matter. Oh, yes. It's most definitely still <laughs> Black Lives Matter. And I am, I am listen, I'm inviting, I'm, I'm inviting myself to the cookout. <laughs> yes. Juneteenth. We're celebrating. We are celebrating. We are absolutely celebrating. Well, I was, that was one of the conversations I was having. I was really excited because my workplace is actually going to be um, celebrating. Observing the day. Yeah, they're going to be that's, observing the day. That's crazy and it's awesome. Yeah. So that's incredible. Had some great conversations with colleagues at work regarding Black Lives Matter, white colleagues who didn't really understand or fully understand the movement. And yeah. it was great for them. Um, to be invited into a safe space where they could really talk about how they felt, but then also were open to learning and hearing a perspective, one of which was mine as an Afro-Latino. So it was great. Yeah. It was. I feel like today, days like this give me hope that progress is being made. <laughs> it's a long fight. <clears throat> it is. And um, we're in it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not a day-by-night situation. I know that we are man we are praying every day we're yeah. taking days to fast mm-hmm. about everything that is taking place and um our church we're getting ready to do a couple things as well i mm-hmm. know we we did um a prayer gathering a demonstration a peaceful mm-hmm. demonstration but there's a couple things action items you know um, right, action right. steps that we're going to take to continue to further the cause and make sure that we're standing in solidarity with our black brothers and sisters. So the fight continues. As I keep posting on social media, the mission continues. Yeah. This thing, we won't let down. We won't let down. We won't give up. And we believe that um, God is moving. That's right. God is moving in the midst of the days that we're mm-hmm. living in. And uh, we continue to keep our faith, our hope anchored in the Lord Jesus. That's right. And, um, and, and, and continuing to fight. That's right. In his name. Yes. You know, for our people. We're fortunate yeah. to be living during this time when history is bitten, being written. So, yeah, we're fortunate. Awesome, babe. I'm excited about today. Um, I think this is for some a touchy subject. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's touchy more than anything because... Folks have not really uh, learned how to deal with, get ready for it, conflict. So um, this is an ongoing conversation. I feel like this won't be the only pod or session that we dedicate to this. Right. But um, as as we always do, we kind of pray. We have conversations as to what direction we're going to have our conversations in. And, um, and we decided to go with with conflict resolution. Right for today, especially right now. Yes, we're 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 we've slowly gotten our head above the water of mm-hmm. being sheltered in place, being locked yeah. in. Yeah, um, things have slowly reopened, and we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. We'll see where it goes. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to just be prayerful and take this thing day by day. Right. Um, but one of the things that have have really come to surface during this time is conflict. Yeah. Conflict in relationships. Um, conflict all across. Obviously, the state of the nation is a right. lot of conflict. Yeah. But we don't want to get too deep on that. Um, we want to st- 
stay focused on the context of relationships, right, marriage. Right. Um, conflict is a real thing. Yeah. What can you say about conflict? I mean, well, we, oh, we've experienced conflict. Well, we still do. Oh, yeah. Firsthand. But I think we've gotten to a place where we've we've got a better hold on it. We're not afraid of conflict anymore. That's the key. So I think in the very beginning, it was it, we we played either extreme. Yeah. One extreme was whenever conflict came up, we were both on the defensive. Mm hmm. Um, but then the other extreme was if we knew that there was going to be conflict, we just swept stuff under the rug and we didn't talk about it. Right. So it's and both <laughs> are just as bad. <laughs> Zero to 100 real exactly, quick. Exactly. <laughs> right. Because then when stuff would pile up, it we would be explosive machines. So and and, and doing that for us, I can't we can't speak for all the party animals. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we know our personalities. Right. We naturally have very passionate, uh, explosive behavior uh, right. personality types. Yeah. <laughs> and I think over the years, by God's grace, we've been able to channel that right in right. in in positive areas and channel it in in you know through positive means. Right. But in the relationship, especially, and we kind of touched on the first couple of years before in mm-hmm. episodes. But I don't know if mm-hmm. it was three or four, but we talked about those first couple of years. Yeah, being explosive. <laughs> yeah, go back and check out the podcast if you haven't. And I think over the years we have learned that conflict is opportunity. Yep, for clarity. Yeah, for communication. Yeah, for understanding. So when you when you look through a different lens, when you look at conflict through a different lens, it, it's not something that's scary. Yeah. Whereas in the beginning, whenever people hear the word conflict, it's already like a uh, red flag, alert, alert, alert. But now when we hear conflict, it's, oh, well, this is a great opportunity for us to just be more clear or provide more clarity or find some understanding or some common ground. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm excited that that's what we've been able to that we have come to that in our relationship. I feel that we've we have come to that where that took, we see, that took a lot of work. Yeah. It Do did. you remember? Can you remember? And I know we, we didn't debrief about this, but I'm, mm-hmm. you know, just having conversation. Do you do you remember the moment or what? Well, season? I know I know when it was for me. We were in when we kind of figured that out. I mean, I know for me, it Mm. was right after having Kay. We were just, it was just, I just remember my moment was in prayer. Okay. I think there were a lot of things that I was just like upset about. Sometimes we weren't on the same page with certain things. And I just remember being in prayer and just making up, like obviously the whole, this was the Holy Spirit that was prompting me to make this commitment. By the way, for those who are new, sorry to cut you off, but for those who are new and they they heard you say it, 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 it was with Kay. So oh, that's our, Kalea. <laughs> yeah. Yes, our first. Just to clarify, we <laughs> our first daughter. Um, we just call her Kay. Well, listen, we, we chop all our yeah. kids' names. <laughs> Kalea is KC, and when we're really lazy, we just call her K. Okay. <laughs> then our second child, Nade, we just call her Day for short. Mm-hmm. And then our third baby, Navaya, we just call her Navi, Navi. for sure. Yeah. AKA the Navigator. The Navigator, yeah. yes, yes. So to continue. Yes. 
Where was I? Um, with Kay, you were in prayer. Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So then in prayer, and I believe this was the prompting of the Holy Spirit, pretty much I just made the decision. I no longer want to, one, stay quiet if I'm upset about something. Yeah. Um, or two, get to a place where I'm always on the defensive. I was like, there has to be another way. And obviously, like, we're both educated people. We've read on stuff like conflict resolution. So right. we were aware of it. But to put it into practice is a completely different Oh, yes, game. most definitely. Because you always want to be the one who's right. Yeah. So, um, but I, I'm making that decision and part, well, part of what led me really to make that decision was that I didn't want our children to grow up in a home where they didn't see conflict resolution. So I didn't want them to be in a space where one, they avoided conflict, but also I didn't want them to be in a space where anytime there was conflict, it would be a red flag. Somebody's about to explode. Let's, Man, can we park, park that right there? <laughs> Let me park that. Let me put that thing on park right there. Because we actually come from two, the two ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Our family. You yeah. saw um, um, conflict leading, conflict to, leading domestic to violence. All right. I was going to, the, the reason I was kind of like fumbling there is because I was trying to, but you've already talked about it. Yeah, there's yeah. no sugarcoating. Right, right, right. Okay, I okay, come okay, from yeah, a household yeah. where conflict led right, to domestic violence. All right, you're keeping it violence. all the way real. Let's go. <laughs> I come from the exact opposite, mm-hmm. where you swept everything under the rug. Right, you just didn't you talk didn't, about it. You didn't talk, you didn't talk conflict through. Mm-hmm. You avoided it. You avoided people. You locked yourself in a room you did not deal or process with people. Right, right. And those two are extremely unhealthy. Right, exactly. Extremely detrimental to oneself mm-hmm. and any relationship that you're right, in. Right, right. So, so that was the eye opener. You were like, I didn't, I didn't want to continue yeah. that. Yeah. For me, I was like, I didn't, I don't want to continue that. I don't want to continue to perpetuate that cycle. And so really, I feel like for us, a lot of things change when we had kids. Oh, man. I mean, that's for a lot of people. I mean, I hope I hope your life changes after children. (laughs) But, you know, and a lot of people do better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of people do say that. They're like, man, my life changed with my child or with my children. And it's been such an eye opener for us. So that's why I, I remember the day because it was it was after having K. Yeah. And just get it. It was a few months after having K and just getting to a point where I was like, I don't I no longer want to waste my energy on being upset. Mm. I just it takes more energy to stay mad at my husband, oh my more energy to be upset, more energy to try to find reasons to argue or prove my point. <laughs> and it's so much easier for me to say, well, just give me your perspective. Yeah. And for me to sit back and listen compared to spend all of this energy trying to come up with a rebuttal and then another rebuttal. Like I just to me, I was like, it's not worth it. Yeah. I could be using the 35 minutes that we could spend having an argument trying to figure out who's going to win. We could resolve the issue in five minutes 
when two people are sitting at a table and are willing <laughs> to listen and to hear each other's sides. And use the rest of the time to be productive. Exactly. Yeah. So I just, we have finally gotten to a place where we've learned, it, like, we're just not going to waste our time yeah. on being upset over <laughs> stuff that we can nip I- immediately if we just, if we're not afraid of the conflict. Wow. That's so good. I find that conflict um, gets stirred when assumptions are made. Mm -hmm. And when you've taken something extremely personal. Yeah. um, When maybe it wasn't meant that way. Mm -hmm. And so the Mm, so so (laughs) the making the making of assumptions or assuming rather um, assuming and taking things personal leads to a breakdown in communication right. and that communication just ultimately um hinders mm-hmm. and 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 can potentially destroy mm-hmm. a relationship and i think it took us a good while like you mentioned it took k for us to to get to that point where we intentionally were just nipping arguments like Immediately. Immediately, we were addressing things head on. Like we just made right. it almost almost was like an underlying policy in our relationship. It's right. like, is, is something up? All right, let's put it out right now. Right. Like, let's not be afraid. <laughs> we don't have to. We always clarify in the beginning, like we don't have to go there, you know, in terms right. of just getting overly emotional. We don't have to slam doors. Mm-hmm. We don't have to call each other out, out of our names. No, right. like let's just in a peaceful way um in a way that honors the holy spirit right let's let's come to some resolve at the end of the day we are a team right and for years it was like oh yeah we could go there right we could go days Mm -hmm. and i think (laughs) because we came from those households where conflict for you was fight Mm -hmm. fighting disagreements Mm -hmm. arguments explosion uh impulsive behavior for me it was shutting down mm-hmm. and just closing myself away. Right. Uh, for us in those first years, that's how we handled it. And because of that, we could go for days and it almost became a competition. Right. Listen, right. I don't know if any party animals will yeah. keep it real. <laughs> you know, they listening to us and they laughing and they're like, ah, but you know, if you keep it real, maybe you mm-hmm. have done that too. Right. You right. know, <laughs> and we could, it was a competition. Right. Like, oh, you want to, yeah. you want to be upset? I'll get more upset. Right. Right. Oh, okay. You want to, uh, you want to toss some on the floor? Mm-hmm. I'll toss two things on the right, floor. Right. I'll toss my shoes a little harder <laughs> with a little more aggression. <laughs> All right, babe, you can kind of aggressive. It's, it's a, it's a, it was some foolishness. I know, but when I think Oh, you want to slam a door? <laughs> I'll slam two doors. I'll slam two doors. <laughs> my thing is just... You don't want to talk? Oh, I'll hold out longer. <laughs> but it's see, that's the, that's the stuff when I look back on it. Foolishness. I'm just like... The nights we wasted, because yeah. really it was a waste. It's like oh, the yeah. nights we wasted on being mad at each other when we really could have had meaningful conversation yeah. at a table. Yeah. Um, just because, again, like we knew, we knew the stuff, the information, but wisdom is applying the knowledge and we right. weren't being wise at all. Correct, correct. So it's one thing to know it. And <laughs> what's crazy is my background in, 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 in what I, 
what I have done professionally for years, which is, you know, mentoring, <laughs> yeah, counseling, <laughs> especially in the aspects of ministry. Like these are things I'm trained in reconciliation, right, restorative right. justice, uh, you know, conflict resolution, mm-hmm. all of these different things. Right. But it's one thing to know a thing mm-hmm. and it's another to apply it, exactly. which is what you just mentioned. Exactly. That ultimately is wisdom. So our prayer is that after listening to this, our, that you're encouraged to apply knowledge because we're we're really not here to give you some sort of new revelation. Right. A lot of times what I find in life is not so much that we need new information, although getting new information is good. Right. But a lot of times it's not so much that we need new information. We need to apply the information, right. the education and the knowledge that we already have. That's right. That's usually typically the issue mm-hmm. It's not an issue of lacking knowledge. It's more about applying it. Right. So, well, then let's talk about how we applied it. Yeah. To give our folks some, you know, some nuggets on how they can apply it. Yeah. Uh, Well, even just to go back, because we found this, I found a great article and I think it's just cool for me to just kind of breeze through these, these points just to bullet point pretty much what we just mentioned oh, about yeah, conflict yeah, yeah. to Go really ahead. give it a a, a a nice view a full understanding of what of what it is a conflict is more than just a disagreement uh they continue to fester when ignored we talked about that mm-hmm. we respond to conflicts based on our perceptions of the situation mm-hmm. we talked about right, that right conflicts trigger strong emotions so you do yeah. have to be prepared for that yeah Conflicts are an opportunity for growth. Yeah. So um, for us, the saying amongst us and not only in our relationship, but in ministry, whenever Mm -hmm. we're dealing with our friendships, we always say conflict is opportunity for clarity. Conflict is opportunity for clarity. Clarity in communication. That's right. So um, now that we kind of touched on that, I think it's uh, I think it's good for us to start hitting on these points of how we overcome, you know, or how do we resolve the conflict? Right. I think one of the, at least for me, one of the hardest things for me to do when we would face situations in which we were experiencing conflict was really empathizing with you. Because to me, it was like, well, you should know these things. Or why do I have to explain myself to you? assumption piece again. Making assumptions, yeah. right. All of those things. So I had to really make sure that anytime I came to the table, I was putting aside my own, you know, selfish ambition and pride to be right (laughs) Mm. and to say, okay, what is your viewpoint? Like, in your eyes, what happened? Yeah. And so... Do you want to close the window, babe? Nah, I actually was going to mention that if the party animals are, if they're like turning around, like wondering, <laughs> yeah, is there something going out. on in my room? It's or because we have our windows open. <laughs> Listen, we're recording with our windows open and I'm going to keep them open because it's a whole vibe. Yeah, it is. I actually do like it. It's, I like the it's sound of the nice cars and it's and raining out there. Yeah. So, so we party animals, it's, it's, it's a vibe. It's a yeah, vibe. But yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, so really coming to the table, just saying, I'm, I need to be quiet. And just ask him, like, his viewpoint. What did he notice? How, like, how did he perceive the situation? And oftentimes, I would find that whatever assumption I was making was completely off. Yeah. 
So that that's going to be a huge one, making sure that you're coming to the table, um, you know, with an open heart to hear somebody else out versus just putting your own feelings and your own perspective at the table. You've got to be willing to listen to somebody else's. My biggest struggle with conflict in the beginning and um, and it's been a process and, and by God's grace, his help, um, you know, through the Holy Spirit. My biggest issue with conflict was taking things personal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although there was always some assumptions in the mix, but for me, it was taking things personal. Like if something was said, if something mm-hmm. was done, if something wasn't done or if right. something wasn't said, mm-hmm. um, it just... I felt attacked mm-hmm. and um, and that was rooted in personal insecurity. Right. That was rooted in personal low self-esteem. There mm. were other areas um, deep down in the root that mm-hmm. needed to be taken care of. So whenever conflict came, it automatically was a trigger to put my defenses right. up to fight because oh, you're attacking me. I'm taking this personal. And right. I've already touched on that, yeah. you know, about that that behavior um, that went on for some time. But but even in the area of our relationship in the context of conflict, mm-hmm. that was the biggest thing is, right. is taking things personal. And um, I've had to process that with you. You've had to help me um, and through a lot of prayer to, right. to realize these things that are in your head they're not personal. Right, right. You know, and, <laughs> and so that was one of the areas that I really needed to focus on. The reason I'm bringing it up is because we talked about two things already, the assumption piece and mm-hmm. the taking things personal. Right. And I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think yours was the assumption piece. Yeah. And then mine was, was the taking it personal. So that combination wasn't wasn't yeah. healthy at all. So really yeah. dealing, dealing with that and switching up the mode in which we approach the conflict right because initially it was all right we're completely withdrawn or we're going to engage and when we engage in conversation it was just like ah, back and forth back right, and forth right um but then we we had the conversation and you said we will only address conflict mm-hmm. when we are in a calm state right so right. if we got to leave the room breathe pray Whoosh, oh, yes. sorry party animals i just did that man loud on the, <laughs> on the mic that thing just spiked on my on the frequency you gotta woosa. Mm-hmm. um you know we had to switch that up and yeah. and and come when we were our defenses were low we yes. were open although we still had points to get across of and we course. had to fully express how we felt um we realized we had we have to let our guards down and we have to approach this in a calm mm-hmm. state. So mm-hmm. now we approach conflict while we're actually and and listen, this this may or may not work for you, but we actually handle conflict while we're in on lunch dates. Yeah, I was literally I was like <laughs> I hope he touches on that because that's yeah, so go ahead. true. Talk about it. I just we have it's crazy because people are probably like you would use a good day like a good day a good day to talk yep. about the things that bother you mm-hmm. yes that yeah. is actually, actually makes it per- better <laughs> that's the perfect time because we are both so open like 
exactly what you said. We're in a relaxed state. We're, we're in a calm state. We're happy to be in each other's presence. We're reminding each other of how much we love each other, how grateful we are for the opportunity to be able to spend this time together. Yeah. So because of that, we're already receptive mm-hmm. to the feedback. Yeah. Because when I'm on a lunch date with you or any date, I'm at a place where I'm like, I I want to do anything I possibly can to continue to, to cultivate enjoy, this. enjoy the time, cherish right. it. Yeah. Right. And cultivate like this part of our relationship, these joyful moments, these moments that bring happiness to my heart. So it's in moments like that where you tell me, uh, and obviously we ask. Yeah. So we'll ask the question like, it, and this is just, it's become a part, like a routine part of our dates where we'll ask, like, is there anything about me that I could be doing better? Yeah. That is called serving. Like right. when you are serving the, your spouse, the person that you are with, that is what makes marriage beautiful when mm-hmm. you both are genuinely serving each other. Mm. And so when you begin to ask questions like, what can I do better for our marriage, how can I better serve you? Ooh. And we're open to those responses. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good, good one. one. And then we're open to the responses because the other thing is like sometimes the responses aren't what we want to hear. Yeah, there's plenty of times that I have come to a lunch date. Like, I'm killing this marriage thing. <laughs> and then I, when I ask the question, you'll Sit tell down. Me. Be humble. <laughs> Sit down. Be humble. What in the... <laughs> you'll tell me, you know, something that I was like, wait, I I did that? Like, yeah. I didn't even realize. Or vice versa. I'm right. the same thing. I'm like, man, I'm killing the gang. <laughs> and then you're like. Babe, can I um can I share something with you? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll be like, you didn't get me and, and, So <laughs> when I hear that and I'm tired, right. I've had like an extremely rough day, mm-hmm. week already. I feel like man, like it's so much going on. And then you hear that, can I, can I, can I talk to you, man? Or like we need to talk. Oh, we need to talk. The defenses talk. <laughs> are high already. Right. And um. And you may have an important point, but at that point, we're looking, I'm looking to, oh man, it's about to be a fight. Right. And what happens is you can have a good point or you can win an argument, but lose me. Right. Like lose me mentally. Like I checked out or vice versa. I can have a good point, but if I'm not coming in in the proper, correct way, uh, in a way that's healthy, Mm -hmm. in a way that's constructive, I can get my point across, I can win an argument, but lose you. Right. And you can check out of right. the conversation. Right. So that's, that's important, you know, and, and when you, and when we're on a lunch date, we're already like, we're gazing, we're like, <laughs> looking into each other's eyes, we're I like, love I you love so you. And then, and then, and then we're like, babe, you know what, something's on my heart, can I share something with you? And it's like, and yeah, like, yeah, sure, yeah, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? You're open, you're right. open. And, and because you know that, it may sting a little, but at the end mm-hmm. of it, we're a team, and, and the goal is right. resolve, clarity, right. to grow from it. And you just said the key word right there, which we talk about a lot, but I'm, we're never going to stop saying it, is teamwork. That's it. When, when, when we understand that one person wins, the team wins. If one person gets better, we all get better. Yeah. 
So when you can approach conflict from that lens, it just makes it easier. Mm. It makes it easier to tackle it head on versus letting something fester. You're like, let's tackle this head on because at the end of the day, it's actually going to be better for the team. Yeah. I may not like what we have to talk about. I may not, you know, like this, this point. It's a pain point. It, it triggers a lot of emotions, but you know, knowing some of those things from the onset should be the reason why you do it while you're in a calm state, because you know, this might be a topic or this might be a point that is really going to trigger a lot of emotions. So we need to do it in a safe space. Yeah. That's what it is. A safe space. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I can, and I'm sure that the party animals can agree that anytime that they've addressed, (laughs) addressed any conflict Hmm. during, uh, when the ambiance is not, is not safe Mm. (laughs) for both parties, whether it's marriage, friendships, family, career, like it doesn't matter, but when the environment is not a safe space. All of a sudden, you're you're throwing out laundry that you didn't even know you had. Like you're not just it's tackling like, the issue. Now you're bringing up a lot of other stuff, and you're like, "What does like, that wait, have what? to do with yeah, me not washing like, the dishes?" And oh yeah, by the way, right? <laughs> that 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 day uh, at such and such right, time right. on this, and you were wearing this. I didn't like that. Right. Like, it's like, what? this has nothing to do with that. Which <laughs> brings me to something that you taught me. Okay. Because I tended oh, to Oh, talk this. about it. What, what I teach you, Pastor <laughs> Fran? Hold on, hold on. I'm out here teaching. <laughs> I tended to do this a lot. And this, no, but this is good because oftentimes when we, when we're with somebody, we should ask the question when it comes to conflict resolution, we should ask the question, when are the best times for me to approach you? How do you want to be approached? Yes, yes, yes. Um, because you were the one who said to me yeah. that the way that I would come about things, I didn't think I was nagging. Mm. But you you would tell me when you, when you approach me with an issue, <laughs> you're nagging. I'm, well, it just felt like... It felt like it was just deeper than the matter you were bringing up. Right. It just felt like it was loaded... <laughs> Like you was releasing one, pew, and then, it, but you had a, a whole, right. you had you right. had some tucked in the chamber. Of my tone. <laughs> right, right. You were ready, right. Right, because of maybe the tone or the, because I was obviously, again, we were, were both very passionate people. So right. I was coming, I was coming to the table very passionate about something that I wanted you to change or like <laughs> that you needed to realize. And so, yeah, so you would tell me like the tone in which you're approaching me is nagging. And I remember saying, well, then how can I say what I'm saying without making you feel like I'm attacking you? Um, and you were the one who told me, like, use words like I feel. Mm, um, yeah. You know, like, because at the end of the day, I'm entitled to my feelings. You're right. entitled to your feelings. But when I would come to the table, like, you never this. Oh, yeah. Or like, you always that. That, general, that you will never be successful in resolving conflict with with those um, general statements, right? Or going the extreme and and like using hyper hyperbolic language, like right. you always mm-hmm. because it's just not true. Somebody right. doesn't does not always do 
X, right, Y, right. or Z. Right. It's not you always. Right. As soon as you hear, you always do this, or you always... Or uh, you never do that, yeah. Listen, it might do your feelings good to get that off your chest that way, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be honest, it's not going to resolve conflict. Exactly. Because you're causing the other person to go immediately on, the, on fight mode. Right, yeah. exactly. So you had to kind of help me understand that and break that down. Mm. Because the way that I was approaching things, I thought, well, I'm, we're, you know, we're in a safe space. I'm approaching you with how I feel, but really there were certain words like those words that triggered like, okay, we're putting our boxing gloves back on, even if this was a safe space that was created. So I think for everybody, it's different. Um, you know, and when you're in a relationship, it's good to just ask the person, Yeah. Like what, what state should we be in when it comes to bringing something up or resolving conflict or what are the words that trigger you? Yeah. They have examples of things that you have done that they do not like. So they, that person can clearly state them to you. I don't like it when you do it this way. I don't Mm. like it when you approach me in this way. I don't like it when you've said things like this. Yeah. Um, And then as the, as the recipient we we really need to take that as information. Mm. It's not a suggestion. Right. It's information. So if we want conflict resolution to go well in our relationships, in our marriages, we need to take what the person, the individual is telling us as fact, as information, and then we need to apply it. So as hard as it was for me in the beginning to maybe hold my tongue because I want to resolve this right now, Mm. right? But I'm like, he's already told me that in the heat of the moment, if I'm bringing something up, like you could have literally just come in from a workout and here I am ready to go at it. But you've already told me that is not the time. Right. So as hard as it is for me, it's going to be better for my marriage. It it doesn't feel good to me in the moment, uh, but it will be better for my marriage oh, if I hold good. my that's tongue. That's good. That's good. And I wait a few hours until we're sitting over dinner calmly and yeah. we can talk about it. You just <laughs> high five, <laughs> man. I'm so blessed to have you. You just killed that. But no, Thanks, babe. I love you. I think approaching... These conversations with respect and Mm -hmm. honor is key. Yes. Honoring the individual, honoring God, honoring the relationship is very important. One of the the other notes about um, conflict resolution is forgiveness and compromise Mm. is the next step. So we come, Mm -hmm. let's kind of break this down, right? All right. We're calm. You know, defenses are down. We're open. We're open to... Communicate with, with communi- <laughs> communicate with clarity, mm-hmm. and also to listen, not just hear. Right. Every yeah. we all we have two ears <laughs> and one mouth for a reason, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Because we need to do more listening mm-hmm. than talking. That's good. I know it feels good to talk, but and you can put that in any scenario. Right. Um, Listening is a form of serving. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And anyways, so we come together. We're open to communicate clearly with clarity. And we're also willing to listen. Um, 
then the next step is we have to be mentally, spiritually prepared to hear something mm-hmm. that may sting or may be new information. Like, ah, I didn't know that. Like, right. like we might we might now be aware of blind spots. Right. Things right. that you didn't pay, pay attention to before. Right. So you have to now bring forgiveness and compromise into the mix. Exactly. Forgiveness and compromise. Mm-hmm. Want to oh. touch on that at all? Oh, I thought you were going to touch on it. <laughs> now, forgiveness and compromise. Let's compromise right now. You take it. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you did that, babe. Mm. Um, I think compromise especially for me was one of the um, harder things too because again I come from a family where women are very independent we tend to be the ones who are always right <laughs> we can put up a good fight oh yeah do until oh, we yeah. win <laughs> so Lord have mercy compromise is not getting your way all the time yeah so let's just put that out there because there are people who compromise but they're they and uh, they're in initial thought and statement coming into compromising really alludes to the fact that they want it to be done their way. Yeah. Um, so 90% of the time it's what they want and 10% of the time it's what the other person wants. And that doesn't, that Mm. doesn't help anything. Yeah. So, um, one of the things that I know was key for me with premarital, premarital counseling was learning how to pick my battles wisely. Ooh, that's good. I was I was gonna go there. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and how just pick your battles. Yes, men, <laughs> pick your battles. Yes, it's not always worth it. Yeah, exactly. It's just you can win an argument and lose time, precious moments. Mm-hmm. You know, you just things you can't get back, mm-hmm. moments that you regret because you didn't you didn't pick your your battles wisely. But that's the key. It's not you let things go. Mm-hmm. You just gotta pick the right fights, right? Or exactly. let me reword that: pick the right conflict to resolve. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I like that. So you know that looked like okay if we're having. An argument over, I mean, this is, I'm going to use like a very simple example, right? But it's like an argument over like what movie we're going to watch. <laughs> and there have been many fights over which <laughs> yeah. two things, what movie we're going to watch what we gonna and what, you know, what are we going to eat? <laughs> oh my goodness. That, um, that, that, that's led to some heated for the party animals, yeah, yeah, yeah. Better keep it real and let me know. Well, by the end, we just don't end up watching anything. <laughs> yeah, you don't end up watching anything because he's spending hours. And you and don't a half end up. Eat, it's like it's been two hours and you're not eating yet, <laughs> and you mad like when you're Angry. eating. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Anyways, no. So just to use that example, this is it's a simple example. Um, by the way, guys, we really don't argue over what we're gonna watch, but <laughs> no, 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 no. But. We, <laughs> Well, but, nowadays, well, we don't ever get to watch anything. I know, but I know. That's a, um, but just using this as an example, like if, if you know, okay, somebody, my spouse wants to watch something, I want to watch something else. I'm like, no, no, let's watch this. And the other person's like, nah, but I want to watch that. Compromises, okay, is this battle worth fighting? Yeah. Like if I don't, if, if I don't get to watch what I want to watch right now, is it the end of the world? <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, and then we just say, okay, let's watch what you want today. And then the next movie night, I get to pick the movie. Compromise. You know? And, okay, we've just settled it. You may not be happy that this day you didn't get to watch what you wanted, but you've compromised. So the next time, you'll be the one who gets to pick. Yeah. So, um, I, I mean, compromise is definitely a big one. And people have to be, they've got to be willing to to put that one into practice. And it will mean that there will be plenty of times that you're going to be compromising for compromising things that you don't necessarily like. Yeah. So that doesn't mean I'm not referring to your values, your morals, your worth. I'm not referring to any of that. Sure. Um, but I'm referring to the things where it's just like it, the fight is not worth it. So things like what you're going to watch, what you're going to eat, <laughs> what song we're going to play, you know? Yeah. So things of that nature where to me, I'm just like, it's it's not worth the fight. Let's just compromise over it. Yeah. Um, I may not like it in the moment, but if in the end it's going to benefit the health of my marriage or the health of this team, then I'm willing to compromise it. If it's not touching my values, my morals and my beliefs. That's good. I love how this um, one article put it in regards to compromise and forgiveness. This is a healthy picture of conflict resolution. Mm -hmm. It's a readiness to forgive and forget. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a big piece to it. And to move past the conflict without holding resentments or anger. Right. And then they later state in the article that conflict resolution is the ability to seek compromise and avoid punishing. I think a lot of times when we come to the table... (laughs) We want to punish somebody mm-hmm. for the wrong or for right, the offense. Right. But healthy conflict resolution is we put it out. We're both prepared to forgive, mm-hmm. forget, move forward better. Right. Forgetting not in the sense of like, oh, acting as if it never happened. No, mm-hmm. it's acknowledging that it happened and acknowledging how we're moving forward in a exactly. better way. That's the kind of forgetting. It's like forgetting what we did wrong. But now the the new actions that we're taking to improve it or make it better. Right. And just coming with a readiness of saying, let's put it out on the table, but let's come let's come up with some solutions. Like let's right. not just the worst thing people could do in the midst of conflict is just throw out issues and problems mm-hmm. and there's no resolution, there's no problem solving. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about it all the time with each other. Yeah. We always say, listen, if you're gonna bring something up, bring something up. Give me a solution. Give me an alternative or give me at least the minimum, a perspective. Right. But don't just don't just throw a rock and then hide your hand and then just run. Like, no, paint the picture for me. Right. Right. That's important. So that you're better able to tackle it the next time around. I remember when um, this happened uh, a little while back in in. Within the point of uh, picking and choosing your battles wisely, mm-hmm. I we have a routine of putting our girls down. Like we know where we're supposed to be at what mm-hmm. time. Because right now it's three on two, right? Right. <laughs> three babies right. on two. You know, we used to be able to do the. Oh man, when it was two verse one, me and you yeah. and Kalea, you know, who those days, and then I it was know. two on two. Yeah, and we were like, all right. You could get one, I could get yeah. one. But when it's three on two, yeah. we have to have a plan for right. everything. Right. And um, I, rem- I remember that uh, one of my meetings ran late. Mm-hmm. 
and um, you know it was just there was a crisis and so it was totally unexpected and um, I got in late and um, I was supposed to help you put the girls down and then I hadn't had dinner so I'm literally trying to find something to snack on yeah. <laughs> I remember and the this. funniest thing happened you come rushing downstairs because I think the girls were bathing mm-hmm. and you're, so you're like you're having a multitask right, and I understand right. that that's rough don't right. get me wrong that's rough but I think in you seeing me there in the kitchen, like I literally had just gotten in and I have like a mid putting a snack in my mm-hmm. mouth and you look at me and you're so upset at me. Yes. Let me, let me break it down. That. Break it down. That. Yeah. <laughs> because I remember I even said to you later that night, like a few hours after putting the girls down, I was like, I'm sorry, babe. I just really was convicted <laughs> because I was completely fine Dealing with the girls. Dealing with the girls until I saw you. (laughs) It was like... Ah, You just looked at my face with a snack and you wanted to throw something at me. (laughs) Literally. I was like, I'm I'm fine, having a good time. They're having a great time doing bath. Like, I've got their clothes ready. Like, I was on a roll, you know, because I've done this before. It's not the first time I've had to put all three of them down by myself. Yeah. So this isn't new to me. So I'm like, okay, like, I've got this down as they're... Uh, you know, two of them are in the bath. Um, one of them is just like watching. They're all having fun with their bubbles. They each, all of them got toys. I'm getting the clothes. A- anyway, I had yeah. everything under con- un- under control. Sure, sure. But yes, I'm. I had already put everybody in PJs, and I ran downstairs just to get milks ready. Right. But seeing you triggered the thought Something of subconscious. That, oh, man. Literally, it was a subconscious thought that it, it that's in my mind said to me, he was supposed to be here to help you do this. Wow. And so because he's not like now, look, you're doing it all on your own by yourself. Yeah. But mind you, I was. I didn't have a problem doing it by myself yeah. until the thought was planted Ooh. in my mind. Yeah. Um, and at that moment, because I know what that's like, mm-hmm. obviously I've been in that role as well. Right. Um, so I, I, my plan was literally, I was like, I'm, I'm not even going to eat mm-hmm. because I know that she's, that wifey's trying to get the girls down in my head. I'm talking to myself. I'm like, let me just snack on something, even if it's for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then I was ready to help you. I was like, let me get the bottles ready. I know how it goes. Right, I know the routine. So right, I was like, right. and then you rush downstairs. You give me a look. <laughs> and you, I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, I just came from dealing with a conflict or a crisis with somebody. I'm doing counseling. And I was prepared to help. So I see you kind of struggling. And then I grab a bottle to prep it and you just snatched it from me yeah it was like all of a sudden then i get upset that you're helping yeah it was like you know and i'm sure that there's people listening to me that are like i've been there yeah. done that yeah, yeah let's yeah. be real yeah you know i like the thought was like he should have been here to help you and then and i now was look helping. at him trying to help you acting like he's doing something <laughs> and then he's gonna well the thoughts that were running through my head were Okay, now he's gonna feel like he did his part, but in reality, oh, he yeah, didn't yeah. do oh, anything. Like I he see, wasn't see, here see, for bath time. See, he wasn't here to put on their PJs and lotion them down. He doesn't know so how he's, hard. So he's it just is. he's just gonna put these little bottles together, and, then, and he's it, gonna try to give himself credit. Right, exactly, oh nah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Those were the thoughts that were That's being crazy. planted in my mind. And how many times 
do we do that? I mean, it, we're here mm-hmm. laughing about it, but um, that's happened to us so many times. Yeah. And and just imagine th- a lot of the party animals keep it real. You yeah. know, you, <laughs> I know you've experienced this. Yeah. At one point or the other, it's just like somebody's not even doing anything. You just look at them. You're just like, mm. and then all these thoughts are true. Yeah. So what happened? I call this an epiphany <laughs> because um, after all the I girls, I call it Holy been, Ghost revelation. That too. After I had put all the girls down, I'm upstairs. I'm like, let me take a shower. I'm going to get ready. And as I'm getting ready for bed, I'm like, wait. It was like the Holy Spirit literally said to me, was that necessary? Wow. <laughs> you know, and I'm, and it's the thank Holy, you, Holy Spirit. The Holy, yes. <laughs> thank you, Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is reminding me, like all of a sudden I'm getting all of these flashes of instances where I have done that. Wow. Like it wasn't just this one. Yeah. Um, I'm getting all of these flashes. I'm like, oh my God. And I did that then. Mm-hmm. And then I, I fed into that thought last week too. And I fed into this other thought like three weeks ago. And then yeah. I fed, and then, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful that the Holy Spirit brought all of these things to remembrance because then I'm seeing the pattern mm. and I'm like, it's not that I'm upset and it's not that I'm bothered and that I don't like enjoy motherhood and that on it's literally that I have fed into these thoughts wow. that the enemy is planting because all he can give us is ideas, thoughts, thoughts and suggestions. suggestions. He can't yeah. make us do anything, yeah. but he can plant ideas, thoughts and suggestions. And here I am giving into those thoughts. And so because I give into them, then the conflict begins. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I ended up, I came downstairs and I remember I had to apologize yeah. to you yeah and which is another part of conflict resolution mm-hmm. being able to apologize yeah like ha, let, be, stepping up to say i'm sorry acknowledging that you might have been at fault um which for me in the past if you had asked me five years ago that was not something that was easy for me to do right, right. <laughs> but in the current you know state that i'm in having gone through all of the experiences, understanding the benefit of working together as a team, the moment the Holy Spirit brought all of those things to remembrance and I'm seeing the pattern, I immediately came down. The first thing I said to you was like, I was like, babe, I'm so sorry. And I explained to you right. what had just happened to me, the epiphany or the Holy and, Ghost but, revelation but that, I had. That's the note. The reason I brought that up in within the point of picking your battles or choosing them wisely was because when I saw you react to me that way, mm-hmm. I I could have taken that personal, as right. I've mentioned before. Right. But because I've processed that about myself, mm-hmm. I didn't take it personal. Yeah, you actually didn't react. At I didn't all. react at all. No. I literally, I, when I saw you and I tried to help, and I and I just, you know, you were upset. I. I gave the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Is that the term? Is that yeah, the phrase? Yeah, yeah. You know, that wasn't me five years no, ago. No, no. <laughs> but now, actually, you've helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. So I thank God for you because you've given me that perspective. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, give the benefit of the doubt. And so I said, you know, immediately when I saw you react the way I said, I know in my head, I was like, I know how it feels like to... It, when it's three on one, mm-hmm. I know that feeling. So I said, you know what? It's all good. It's all good. You know, hopefully she comes around and 
And you did. Mm -hmm. And because I hadn't taken it personal, Mm -hmm. when you apologized, I was already off of it. I was like, oh, no, baby, good. Like, I Mm -hmm. understand. I was like, thank you, though. I appreciate you acknowledging it. And and we're good, you know, And, and we had an awesome night. Yeah. So that's just an example mm-hmm. and that may be a small example because if, if 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 we're honest you know there there are people who are listening to us who go through real things you know and, right. and, and and you may be saying but my issues are not that small they're much greater and bigger mm-hmm. but we're just giving you that to kind of give perspective right into how you can approach right a lot of these these scenarios and and i'm glad you you brought up the fact that the Holy Spirit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ministered to you. Mm-hmm. And as we always talk about, I mean, everything that we talk about, we do, we practice is by the grace of God right. through the Holy Spirit. So I can't move on without really parking it right there. Right? How necessary it is for couples, marriages, relationships, friendships to be led by the spirit. Mm-hmm. Because even when we are justifying our actions, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit can illuminate you and say, mm-hmm. hey, you're missing this. Right. Or let me actually paint expose a, right. or paint this picture for mm-hmm. you and bring light to the situation mm-hmm. so that you can know how to how to move forward with it. So, you know, I said it and I meant it. I, thank you, Holy Spirit. And honestly, like the Holy Spirit... Um, we give we give our Lord and Savior all the glory um, for everything, and and he, and he strengthens us and he guides us through everything. Mm-hmm. He gives us the ability to forgive, right? And right. gives us the ability to compromise and to, you know, when he when he whispers those things to us, because mm-hmm. in the same way that he's he's spoken to you and kind of like that conviction factor. I mean, I've experienced that right, yeah. countless times, and I come back Thank to you, you, Jesus, and I'm like, yo, babe, <laughs> my bad, mm-hmm. I was wrong, I missed it. Um, forgive me. Right. And I think we're at a place where, you know how before we used to compete to prove a point? Right. Or outdo each other and how frustrated or angry we can be with one another? Right. We're at a point now where we, we're trying to be first to apologize. Exactly. We're trying to be first to, you know, uh, how can I help? Mm-hmm. How can I serve? How can I compromise? Mm-hmm. And that has made all the difference all the difference yeah. all the difference yeah. i love that we also laugh more now oh yeah when we do get upset about oh yeah stuff. yeah 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 now when you act, act a fool i just laugh <laughs> or oh, when i act a fool you just laugh at it me. wouldn't have been like that five years ago but you not, also- not mocking but just kind of like yo we're being silly right now mm-hmm. that kind of laugh when when we do that it breaks the tension mm-hmm. and we're like really yeah this is absolutely silly right i think it happened today at one yeah, point where it, it was like something that because it gets hectic with the girls and we're trying to balance and do so much or prioritize yeah. and we just laughed and it's yeah just like amazing. you were supposed to do something and like yeah. i reminded you i was like yeah remember you said you were gonna do this <laughs> and you were like really yeah and then all of a sudden like i'm just i just i don't even know why but yeah. i started laughing about it then you're laughing then yeah. we're hugging dancing yeah, yeah, yeah. the girls are like because this the, happened. because <laughs> the other thing too is our little ones are watching everything so not only do we have the lord jesus Mm -hmm. the holy spirit watching everything Mm -hmm. but we have our little ones that they're observing our actions our behaviors our speech our conduct or what we're not doing exactly because here's the thing too when it comes to conflict you may not speak 
or you may not be communicating, but your body language. Oh, yes. There's nonverbal communication. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we always say you have to pay attention to, to the tension. tension. Yeah. So somebody may not be saying anything, but that lack of communication, mm-hmm. too. Yep. That's and, saying a whole lot. And how many times has, has our eldest not called us out? Oh, yeah. On the tension that she senses. Yeah. So if you're thinking like nobody's no nobody knows nobody's gonna figure it out mm. Mm, yeah man that's not true yeah <laughs> because our our own kids definitely it they know how to pay attention to tension yeah so um we've had we've had countless times where Kalea has said mommy and daddy God does not like you guys being angry with each oh, other. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, man. And Kikesi we're here thinking, like, how did she even know that we were, like, not right, not on good terms at the moment? Yeah. But, um, again, she's helped. The, whole, the Holy Spirit has even used her to help paint a picture. Oh, yeah. Um, if we've ever wanted to take something a step further, like, in a direction that we shouldn't have, you know, where maybe we're not nipping nipping something right away. Yeah. You know, she'll come and say, you know, like, why are you over here? And daddy's all the way over there. And it's, you know, we've had to kind of explain also because we're teaching our yeah. kids, you know, sometimes mommy and daddy need space. Yeah. So that when they do come back to the table to have the discussion, they're doing it in a healthy way. And we practice it with them too. Right. Like we know, all right, Casey, it looks like you need a little space, right. mommy. <laughs> and I tell them like, baby, I need a little space exactly. right now. Like we're communicating these things. Mm-hmm. But we always we always say we need space, but we're going to come back. Exactly. And and nothing changes the love right so right. you know it's like you know i just need a little space right mm-hmm. now but i love you right and we're good we just we're gonna figure it out right and right. i think when you approach when you approach conflict in that way at the end with the mindset of at the end of this mm-hmm. we're gonna come out better exactly then you address it head exactly on. babe it's one in the morning it and is. we went the full hour. We what? Oh my god. You know what, man? <laughs> this was good. This was a good conversation. This was a good topic. So let me just um put a bow on this thing real quick. And it's really we've said all of this, but just to summarize it when it comes to conflict, listen for what is felt as well as said. Mm-hmm. Make conflict resolution the priority. Rather than winning or being right, mm-hmm. we we talked about all of that. Focus on the present, mm-hmm. right? Not going back five years ago, right. what they said, we what they did, about yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Pulling yeah. stuff out. Pick mm-hmm. your battles, right? Mm-hmm. Be willing to forgive. Yep. And know when to let something, something go. go. I think that's a good, mm-hmm. a good, uh, uh, a good point to. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm calling the. I'm calling the the, the waiter over. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There he is with the tab. All right, let me look at this check. You know why I did order all of this today? I'm not even going to lie. I ordered all this, (laughs) and uh, next week I'm not going to order all of this. (laughs) Party animals, thank you so much for partying, hanging with us, fellowshipping with us. You know, we pray that this has encouraged you, Mm -hmm. um, giving you some perspective. We hope that this has blessed you. It has been our absolute pleasure to party with you. We love you. We thank God for you. And just remember that you are not alone. We're with you. We're praying for you. And the best for you is yet yet to to come. come. So until next time, family, peace, peace, love, and God God bless. bless.